Hello, it's Clissy Kitty again. This is part two of Every American is a Militia. And I was not going to do another um, podcast for 1984-1776, but somebody reached out to me and said, hey, what you were going to talk about was really important. Go ahead. I believe there's people that need to hear it. So I prayed, sitting here in the dark, and I decided I was going to do this. And again, I'm begging people to really listen deep into the message, not just shallow. That's why we're in 1984, because people wanted to not think. They wanted Big Brother to take care of them. And if you have 1776, you have to think for yourself. So I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm going to say. First, I want to reiterate, every citizen is the militia. You do not have to join a group. You do not have to be part of anything except being an American to be in the militia because that's what the Constitution says. All right, it's in the Fifth Amendment and the Second Amendment. All right, you are the militia. We have that duty and that right. And when you read the Federalist Papers, you read the writings of our founding fathers, you'll see this. But what I wanted to talk about in this episode is someone said to me, I've had several people reach out to me privately and I've talked to. And they said, I have all these people have contacted me, all these people I talk to. I don't know what's right or wrong anymore. I understand what you're saying and it makes sense. And they'll, t- they'll start telling me their bad stories about, you know, social medias and even people they met at gun shows or whatnot. And I'll tell them my stories. And they said, a lady texted me today and she goes, okay. I am not going to join a national group because you're absolutely right in a way. I am a very rural part of, it was actually Montana, I think. And there's several local groups that are starting to form. What am I looking for? What am I looking for? I've been on their websites. They're all pretty new. They've all sprung up recently in the last year or so. And the one that we tried to join turned out to be a drunk fest. That's what she called it. I said, okay, let me ask, let me tell you what I would look for in a group and not look for. And the red flags. And this is from, again, attorneys that put this into me, psychologists, people that have been in this like I have for 15 years. Even when I was not active, I was monitoring. I just wasn't physically in a group. And again, had to do these reasons. So I said this to her. I said, first, I would look at how many groups have these people been in? She said, you know, it's interesting to me because I asked the gentleman that, and he was very vague. I I can't really talk about that. And I said, no, you go back and ask him. You go back and ask him. So she went back, and he, again, was very vague. And I said, go back and ask him where he lives. And he gave a general county, whatever. I said, okay, go look up the groups in that county and go do some digging on the internet. I kind of told her what to do. Well, eventually, about two days later, he did get back to her and he gave her a name of a group. And of course, we looked it up and that group had dissolved. Since then, we found him in about four or five other organizations, not just in that state. Because... Again, it's not hard to trace people in groups once you know where they flock to and social media profiles.
And believe it or not, even though all the Facebook platforms are gone, once something is on social media, it just never goes away. Once it's on the internet, it never goes away. I can prove it to you. I know people that pulled up MySpace accounts from people that were over, I would say go back to 2007, and you can still get them. Nothing is gone. You just have to know what to do. So, and not everyone's MySpace, but depending if they still have pictures up that are linked to it, there's variables. I mean, I'll back that up. Well, that's another topic. So, I said, ask him why he left these groups. And he was honest. He said the first group, it was this, this, and this. I said, okay, but you've been in... And so I really said to this woman, I said, so you're looking at a person that is starting a group. In the last six years, he has been in at least six organizations that he started or became part of, and either he had to leave or they fell apart. Why? And I can tell you why. Because... People have to be the boss. So she wound up getting in touch with someone, and I. it's not hard to do again. Social media. If somebody comes into a group, and this is what I've always found, no matter what kind of group it is, or even a church, because churches are very similar, and they're new, and all of a sudden they want to be in the spotlight. And they are going to be the rising star. And their face is going to be all over. And their name is going to be all over. They're a demon. They're not a child of God. And I will put my money where my mouth is on that. I have been in churches, like I said, over 20 years easily. And I'll put my money where my mouth is on that one. They are not children of God. They go from church to church. Causing havoc and destruction. See, a true Christian is not going to be in a church two weeks and all of a sudden have to take over all the classes and be a rising star. I got this new, that new. I'm going to get gossip. And, I'm, you know, oh, I, I knew that Mrs. McGillicuddy, when my kid went to school, let me tell you about Mrs. McGillicuddy. No, a Christian doesn't do that because the Bible says gossiping and backbiting is a sin. Same sin as murder. In God's eyes. So when I look for people, I look at how many groups have they been in. Why did the group disband? What happened to the group? I'll research it. If I have to reach out to newspapers, um, law enforcement, I will. I've done it. Because you are putting your life at stake by right, signing your name on a dotted line to something. Politics are different than, say, dog rescue. I talk about dog rescue because I'm involved with it. But when you get involved with groups like this with a media atmosphere, especially now, I'm going to read you something. And this is from a constitutional attorney that defends people that are rare. I believe they're railroaded or set up by the government. But I'm not going to go down that road. These are defendants and cases. The number one thing he has said to people, their downfall, what to look for. And same thing I said. Somebody that has been in multiple groups and in leadership positions quickly. Or comes into a group and it disbands and start another one so they can be the leader. 
Now really think about what I'm telling you. This stuff, is, it has to hit home. Somebody likes to run their mouth and act like they know everything, but do not. I'm paraphrasing. Basically, a fraud. Like he has said, he has run background checks on people and found out they lived in 20 places in 12 years, including vacant lots and strip malls and buildings. That is a fraud, or they work for the government. And many of those places is how the government operates. Just because someone tells you they're in the military, I wouldn't believe them. They can, I want to see the DD-214. I can go look it up. and There are ways to get military records. It's public knowledge. You can find out who's in, the, in what branch and different services all the way back. It's not hidden. So the keys to look at, and not that you do this for every person, but when there are red flags that pop up. So for instance, a red flag is somebody comes in a group, all of a sudden I am going to take, I am the red star. I am now taking this over, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm on all the chats, and I'm becoming this figure. That is not a Christian spirit. See, you go through the ranks. You learn. I don't care if you've been in this your whole life. You start at the bottom, and you learn, and you have a lowly spirit. That's how you know a good person versus a demon. And yes, I say a demon. That's what they are. I also look at how open they are. If somebody has 12 different aliases they're using on different social media platforms, why? Usually because they're in more than one group. They're not who they seem to be. Or what's worse, like I said, they've been compromised or working with some kind of law enforcement, which is not uncommon. We've seen that more and more. Or they're swindlers. We have seen that on Telegram groups. I personally know somebody here. Um, they got, a, this was basically like an audit kind of group. But it was um, at the state capitol, these rallies. And a group got on there. And they were swindling, especially women, out of money. The internet is dangerous. The kind of people I trust are the people that are going to be up front. They're going to talk about their real lives. I can go to their business. I can go to their home. I don't even have to know their real name, necessarily. But I can see enough about them. For instance, I meet somebody in a the group. They tell me my dad is a sheriff in Sutton County. Come out to my house. I don't really have to know what their real name is. They can, get, they can have a call sign. But by being at their home, talking to their parents, their siblings, other people that know them, I get a feeling for who they are, whether or not I know their name or not. Does that make sense? Because as I said earlier, there's some criminals, because the government loves to criminalize everything, that might have a criminal record, but I'd rather stand next to than a self-righteous hypocrite. But back to what I was saying. The other things to look for. What is their motive? Now, some people are just in it for ego. But a lot of people in it, as I said, for money. Or they just have a spirit of, I am going to get on a bandwagon with people and create division. That's what happens because in other people, they get drawn to it. 
truly godly people, people that are truly righteous are the ones you wouldn't think so because they don't speak out. They don't cause trouble. They don't cause divisions because the Bible says not to do that. So what I told this woman is, if this person you now know has been in six groups and you went and actually met someone at the fire department that knew him and said, you know, this is his background, why would you want to join that or even get involved with that and tell that person where you live? There's no credibility there. She came back and said, you know, I, re I did reach out to somebody that supposedly knew a couple of family members and let me tell you what I found out. Exactly. Now, the dangerous thing is, again, back to social media. How do you know these people aren't going to come rob you? Put your name out there? You don't. Because they're the kind of people, the minute you cross them, they will do that. And I'm going to give you some real life examples of this. Like I said, while I was not in the movements, I've been watching things, but I've seen this in business. So I'm going to put this into a business context for you. But you can use this with a group. I have seen people, because they did not get a promotion, they did not get a contract they wanted, it was appointed to somebody else or a subcontract, or they were not put in charge of a project, quit. But instead, they go on social media and lie and say they were let go for totally, I mean, just completely made up reasons. And to make it worse, they call out the people that own the company. They spend hours on Facebook creating accounts to badmouth these people and put false reviews. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But every one of those people that have done that, that I have known, has always met their end. Because eventually, it will come out. And how it came out one time was a lawsuit. And you know what? They actually disappeared. They were not going to go to court and defend themselves against slander because they knew what they said was not true because the paperwork from the company and the documentation proved otherwise. So... People talk a lot and they can run their mouths all day long. But the question is, when called out, can they back it up? One of my red flags to people is someone that uses, again, different aliases and afraid to put their real name out there. The people that I like to deal with, whether it's Facebook whether it's an organization, whether it's MeWe, whatever, it's always the same name. And it's been that name for a very long time. Consistency. They're not hiding. When somebody changes their name 50 times and call signs, in each organization, they're covering something up. Now, I'm going to tell you the real danger, why this is such an important issue. Not only because there's people on different telegram groups swindling people out of money, which is just, to me, despicable. And they usually go by things called oath this and oath that. But it gives, as I said earlier, the media exactly what it wants. 
The media is all over there too, monitoring everything you do. And I can prove this to you. It's not hard to do. Many people have multiple TikTok accounts under different names, multiple Clapper accounts, multiple Telegram accounts, multiple Facebook accounts. Why? You think about it. Why would they do that? Obviously, they're pretending to be more than one person, but why? Now, I might use one for my business different than my personal, but that's very different than recruiting or reaching out to people under different names. And what's interesting, someone actually said to me, you know, I was reaching out to a person, did a little research, and this person had eight aliases. I'm like, oh, gee, does that make you ring a bell? That's a big time, ring the bell. And the reason 1984 is eminent is because good people are too lazy to do the work necessary to really prepare for 1776 because that is difficult. That takes hours and hours. You know when that really does homesteading? I've been out to the Mennonite community. I actually buy soap and different products from them. They are true homesteaders in a way, okay? They're making soap. I learned how to make oil lamps out there. I learned how to do so much out there. And they're open. They'll invite anybody to come out. Whether or not they believe in your religious beliefs. Because trust me, I'm not a Mennonite. And we've joked about it. But they don't care. They truly have a spirit of God in them. They want to show people skills. And they are like-minded, believe it or not, because they do believe the Lord is coming back very soon. And they also don't believe in a rapture. <laughs> but when you're talking to people, you have to think, what is the motive? And I'll be honest, the bigger, more spread out social media gets, the more dangerous it becomes. My attorneys were telling me they have represented people innocently railroaded just because of a simple chat group. Simply. And being almost framed just like you would think about January 6th. For instance, you're on a group and somebody says, I can't believe this is going on. We really, really, really need to do something. Now, if you remember back in the days with the whole thing in Michigan, there were a lot of people you don't know that faced charges just for being on social media groups with somebody that was involved in what happened in Michigan. Now, again, it's a very gray, murky area of the law, but we've talked about speech before, fighting words. But sometimes it's more subtle. The worst damage, however, comes from the people that will say, 
you're all a bunch of frauds. I reached out to somebody and I found out there were nothing that they said they were going to be. I see the truth now. Groups coming, groups going. Y'all don't do anything. There's no point. And my response always is, well, you can do something. Why don't you be the first? Why don't you go out in that community and do something? Put your money where your mouth is. Why don't you do something? What angers me about the times we are living in, and it's always been like that, but it's gotten worse. It says in the last days, people are so deceived. They will believe anything that looked exciting and new. And that's how these demonic entities come in and take power, excitement, pizzazz, flashy new this, flashy new that website. They act like they know something. And I'll tell you something else that's interesting. I was talking to the same woman, she was out, it was Montana. She was saying that she is, she was on a couple groups for that part of the country. And her husband actually, I mean, the older couple, but he was in the military in the late 70s and 80s. And they were watching some of these videos and he was just cracking up. He goes, these people don't know what they're doing. And yet they say they have this experience, but it's not there. I said, yes, that's something you're going to see quite a bit. So she wound up saying, you know what? I'm not going to do anything right now. I'm going to go out into my local community and talk to people. Well, she put up, uh, messaged me back and said, we are starting a meeting Sunday afternoon after everybody gets out of church. And it gave me the smaller towns. It's going to be a luncheon kind of meeting out of someone's donating a restaurant. And we're going to talk about starting in the spring, planting gardens and prepping as a community. I said, you know what? That is fantastic. She says, you know, because she goes, yeah, if there's no supermarkets, we really need to look at this. And a lot of people have this land that's just sitting there. Exactly. Now there you go. The problem, the dilemmas of life is the same reason everybody is fixated on the latest news scandal, but they don't want to look back. I had somebody contact me and said, you spoke evil of Donald Trump. I said, ma'am, I'm going to send you more stuff on Donald Trump than you ever going to want to know. He's an adulterer and sin is sin. Okay. He committed adultery. He admitted it. He admitted giving women positions in exchange for sexual acts. All of this was documented. Oh no, they slandered him. They didn't slander him, it's quoted. He's no angel. He shut this country down in 2020, not Biden. He didn't have to. He's part of it too and everybody knows it. 
but they won't admit it. But they'll sit on bended knee waiting for the next development and a trial of what sick sex act they've done. I'm, I'm being serious. Donald Trump was a known womanizer. You, I have so many resources, and you can go online and research this. And they're blind. They worship this man like a god. See, it doesn't matter who's in the White House. That's what I'm trying to get to. We are doomed. You are responsible for your own fate. And ultimately, when it hits a fan, you'll be responsible for your own fate and those around you. I want you to honestly think. Do you believe if it hit the fan tomorrow, people are going to be able to get in their cars, round up the family, meet up with a whole bunch of other people with all their 25,000 rounds of ammo and weapons? Come on. Okay, come on, people. But I'll tell you what's realistic. It hits the fan. Everybody in the town meets up in a local firehouse, a police station, or church. The leader, who's probably the police chief, will step up and say, okay, Team A, you're here. Team B, you're here. Fire department, ERT, SRT, boom, boom, boom. Support, you're in the kitchen. We need this made, this made, this made. We need that solar power up. That is real. Even if every one of them die fighting, they're probably the realest I could get to in a survival situation. And probably the best chance. Because that gentleman's going to say, okay, Team A, you're up in the trees in those deer stands. Anyone that comes in, snipe them. I'm being dead serious. I want those booby traps and the road, um, the IEDs put out on the road. You guys get back there, finish making them. That is real life survival. And no, it's not illegal. People are so scared to talk about this. Again, buy the damn army manual. It's not illegal. It's illegal to use them for nefarious purposes. It is not illegal to build survival supplies and store them. But don't talk about the shit. But then people get on the internet and they have to run their mouth and someone misconstrues what they say. Or they start bragging about it. Oh my God, I made this, this, and this. Why are you talking about it then? You don't want people to know where you're storing your stuff. Just like people, I got, I got 40,000 rounds of ammo in my house. Well, you know what? I just found you on Google Earth. I know where you live. And you know what? Maybe we're all going to come and get you 40,000 rounds of ammo. Why would people say this? People posting pictures on Facebook groups of this. Why? Because they like the fame. They want people to worship them. People that want to be worshipped have a spirit of antichrist. That is antichrist, man as God. Why? I don't care if people like what I have to say or not. I will say the most politically incorrect things, even in patriot circles. Like I said, I'm a libertarian around conservatives. And I'm going to end on this a little bit so you do know exactly what I believe. I do not support abortion. I'm torn, honestly, and a woman's right to choose. Because all the hypocrites that don't support abortion, I don't see them raising other people's babies. And they, all they do is bitch about paying welfare to them. Well, 
If you're not willing to take these children and support them or put your money into subsidized birth control programs, I do not condone abortion probably after a certain point. But I do believe that people also need responsibility. There's birth control. There's a morning after pill. Okay. But I'm also not their God. And I'm not, I, I can't legislate that to somebody. That's going to be between them and their God. Personally, I would not have an abortion. I used midwives. I didn't go to a hospital. I went to a clinic near a hospital. I didn't do drugs. I didn't do any prenatal testing. I didn't need to know if the baby was okay or not. I wasn't going to do anything about it. That's between me and God. I had even my dogs that I rescued. I lost mom and daddy young. They were inbred. And they, the vet said to me, she's pregnant with her. You know, this is a brother. You need to have an abortion on her. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to raise the puppies. I still have two left. They're eight now. They're born, yeah, eight. I get emotional because I've lost so many that I rescued. I love them. And yes, they are not the smartest dogs. They probably are mentally retarded. But I love them. And I, the ones that passed away, including mom and daddy, I'll always remember them in my heart. Um, I don't believe in nanny states. I believe adults should be adults. I also, honestly, I've said this openly, and God, the conservatives hate me. I don't care. I think the age of consent should be 16. I also don't believe in statutory rape in the traditional sense, meaning I have seen good kids, 18, 19 years old, lives ruined because some bitch 17-year-old or 16-year-old that they dated for a year and a half, decided, hey, this guy doesn't like me anymore. I'm going to ruin his life. And I've seen it, and we all know it happens. I also know a lot of women get mad at guys, and what do they do? They call the police. You don't even have to prove somebody did anything. You all even say, he, he abused me, domestic violence. The due process of laws over, just like social services. A teacher can anonymously say, I think that child was abused. Maybe Timmy just got hit in the head with a baseball. But they'll come into your home and take your kids without due process, violating the constitutional rights that we were guaranteed. That is why I rather have dangerous freedom. That's why I'm a libertarian. If somebody is truly being abused, they need to go to the police with the proof. Not just call anonymously, come pick up so-and-so, he hit me. I want to see that. I want to see you at a hospital. I want to see those bruises. Because I'll be honest, women do it. It's maybe one of the reasons I don't like women. Honestly, I think women are manipulative, most of them, and they're liars. And I don't like it. I've seen good men's lives ruined because of this. Now, men can do it too, but nine times out of ten, it's a woman. Just like in business, instead of saying they have a problem with your business, they have to badmouth you all over Facebook and put false reviews on Google. Why? 
because they've been trained that way. They've been taught that because they don't have the moral fiber and the moral upbringing that this country is lacking. The same reason there are charlatans pretending to be all these different things on Facebook and Clapper and Twitter and TikTok so that they can have an ego and have an identity because in real life they are nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Libertarians don't believe in a nanny state. I don't believe in business licenses necessarily. I don't believe in licensing. The founding fathers didn't have it. You don't, I couldn't give a damn if you have a hairdresser, if you're a cosmetologist or not. If I want you to do my hair, cut my damn hair. Why is it illegal for some girl to braid somebody else's hair and someone finds out about you at 16, you're practicing cosmetology. I'm braiding my friend's hair. You don't think this happens all the time and people are arrested for it? Oh, yes, they are. I'm fine. Why do I need a license to clean somebody's house? And every city I go to, I have to have another license. Libertarians don't believe in that. We don't believe I need a permit to put a bathroom up. If it collapses and I die in it, it's my fault for building a crappy bathroom. We don't believe in a nanny state. And hypocrisy. My hypocrisy, I can't stand. I don't like alcohol. I despise it. I really don't drink anymore at all. I have known people, good people, devastated by drunk drivers, families wiped out. I, can't, I don't even go there. And every Saturday, every night in a bar, people are going out and driving drunk. But how many people, and I would never condone anybody do this, that you know shot heroin up and killed an entire family in a minivan. If somebody is stupid enough to shoot heroin and wants to go OD, I couldn't give a damn. But I certainly give a damn about someone getting in a car and wiping out a family because they decided to go party down at the local bar. See, that's what a libertarian is. We look at things in real life. Okay? Somebody wants to be stupid and kill themselves, let them go do it. But prostitute the motherfucker that came out of that bar and took out that family for first-degree murder. Liberta- libertarians don't believe in tons of laws. We believe what the Constitution says is that to the federal government, everything else is to the states. We don't even need all the laws in the states. We have laws that, go, that supersede laws over laws. There's so many laws don't even know when you're breaking the law anymore. That's what libertarians believe. We don't believe in a nanny state. We don't believe in taxation without representation. Now, do not confuse us with sovereign citizens. We are not that at all. I believe that's not what we believe in. We don't believe in forced medical treatment. Obviously, no, I've never gotten vaccines. One day I'll do a whole podcast about my early encounters. I've done a little bit with the medical field and why I'd rather just take my chances on my own. I've seen it from both points. The patient, well, someone that was forced to go through a series of things because people felt it was the right thing to do, to me telling them to get the hell out of my life, to working at a hospital and having doctors tell me if I don't operate, if I don't prescribe, If I don't find something wrong with somebody, I don't get paid. Libertarians don't believe in that. 
I'll make up my own mind what I want to do. It's me. It's my body. Okay? I don't need you to tell me to put a seatbelt on, a, motor, a helmet on, or anything else. I'm an adult. I can think for myself. Now, to kids, okay, I can see a child seat. Okay. But I'm, a, I'm an adult. We don't need a nanny state. And we don't need the internet policing the wrong side as well. And we don't need people to be self-righteous hypocrites trying to police it and become what they say they are against. I'll give you an experiment. I'm going to end with this. You take a conservative, patriotic Christian and give them your viewpoint that differs from theirs. I've done it. Then even give them all the information to back it up. They won't read it. I've done podcasts about that. They refuse to. Anyone want tons of information on Donald Trump? I have it. The New Yorker, New York Post. Um, we have stuff even from the Trenton Times, which is the newspaper up in New Jersey when I was growing up. These people are willfully ignorant. They get something in their mind and then people follow other people. You better be careful who you follow because the swine all went off that cliff. Christians and patriots like to call people sheeple, but y'all are sheeple too. You'll follow the newest leader on TikTok and Clapper and this person and that person, the newest fancy website. I have seen people abandon good people over a website that was thrown together to attract them rather than think. It's how people are in real life. A new business opens up, it's flashy. You know what, I'm going to go work for them. Guess what, in three months when that business is closed down, you're going to be back begging for a job and I'm not going to hire you. I'm Kushna Kitty. God bless.